This podcast is made possible by our supporters over on Patreon. If you'd like to support the show and get your own RSS feed with ad-free shows and extra episodes every month, then head over to patreon.com slash Retro. programs and it is our final episode of 2022 my name is jason robbins and my name is derek diamond and oh we got we have the official fact checker himself in the chat room right now mr real big wall what's what's he doing here i know we got to be on our best behavior tonight <laughs> he's, he's gonna be uh fact checking me in real time instead of yelling at me on twitter <laughs> days later <laughs> Well, I hope it I, does give me a reason to look forward to Twitter on yeah. like Wednesdays and Thursdays. What is Wally going to say? I know every time we get done with a show, I'm like, what what, about, what did I get wrong that he's going to yell at me about tomorrow? Uh, well, there was something last week I actually wanted to do a correct. Oh, yeah, it was um, we were talking about the Adams family. And uh, I said um, Douglas Adams instead of Charles Adams. And in my defense, I had just read Douglas Adams was on my brain because I have just read um, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, like two months ago, for the first time, uh, actually, and then I went back and rewatched that movie, which is not that great. The book's so much better. Yeah, I haven't heard really any good things about the movie, so yeah, I I just skipped it. But the, how was your Christmas? What all did you get? Did you get anything good? Um, it was good. It was pretty low key for the most part. Uh, just. You know, did family stuff, uh, did Christmas with uh, my family Friday and then Christmas with Samantha's family on Sunday. Um, pretty good. Pretty low key for the most part. Um, I did get um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga collection uh, for Christmas. So I've been playing that quite a bit. Um, I'll actually be in next week reviewing uh, the Hyperstone Heist, which was originally mm-hmm. for the Genesis, uh, but was part of that collection. I'm going to go through some others to have dabbled into the original NES game a little bit. Obviously played Turtles in Time. Um, but yeah, that that was um, pretty much to the extent of my Christmas. We kept it pretty low-key this year, which yeah. I, I think was was nice because, you know, work was really busy over the last month. Oh, yeah. We went up to Tennessee with her family for a week. Uh, got Funny enough, got back last Thursday, then had Christmas Friday. Then I had to work part of Saturday then had Christmas Sunday. So I've done little to nothing today. <laughs> I don't blame you. Look, he's going after you? me already in the chat room. He says events from two months ago affect your memory. They do <laughs> when the creator of the Adams family happened. You know, I haven't looked at an Adams family cartoon in years. That was like 60 years ago. Charles Adams made Adams family. So, yes, Douglas Adams is way fresher in the memory than Charles Adams. I'm sorry. And, and here we <laughs> go. Uh, Christmas. That was, was your Christmas. It was good. I uh, got a got uh, basically just got some money, and uh, I got uh, the uh, Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicles on DVD. I got a uh, 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 Darth Vader um, uh, was a cast iron skillet. That, oh, that's cool. I'm not even going to use it. I'm just going to hang it on the wall. That'll make good decor, though. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's really heavy too. 
That's awesome, though. I, I'm That's just, really cool. I'm That's not paying stuff. attention to the chat room now because he's going after me. <laughs> Still. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he says, uh, yes, but you more recently played Fester's Quest, Checkmate. Okay, you win. You win. <laughs> you win. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I did see you watch Die Hard on VHS. Yes, I did. Eve. I cracked open the uh, the old VHS, the Die Hard VHS set the other night and uh, live, pretty much live tweeted while I was watching Die Hard on VHS. And God, that movie, that is the most perfect uh, action movie ever made and and one of the best Christmas movies of all time and it is a Christmas movie I don't care what anybody says it's in my top five definitely I'm in that camp too like it's people make the argument but I think Christmas is involved enough in the plot mm. to justify it being called a Christmas movie but tell me that movie is not the most uh, perfectly edited movie uh, up there with like Terminator 2 yeah. and movies like that yeah, I was going to say, I, I'd, I'd still put T2 as my number one, as far as just like from top to bottom, all qualities, like all the boxes you have to check to make a good action movie. But I would put Die Hard in the category, because I, I put T2 in its own category. Like, I think it's that perfect. But in the category beneath it, I would put Die Hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and in watching Die Hard this time around, it... You start to, I mean, I've always noticed the people that are in the movie, like that movie's just a who, who, who's who of 80s movie characters. Like you've got, uh, you got Vigo the Carpathian is in there. You've got Severus Snape, you know, as, as the lead terrorist and, uh, you know, Al, the great Alan Rickman. And then you've got, uh, the, the guy that I swear he has to be Huey Lewis's like evil twin brother that <laughs> man's the front desk. When they take over the building, tell me he's not Huey Lewis, uh, related to Huey Lewis somewhere. I've never thought of that, but now I'm never going to be able to unsee it. <laughs> uh, and then one of the uh, the bad guys, too, is uh, Nuclear Man from Superman 4. Uh, that movie doesn't exist in my mind, so. Oh, it does. It exists. It's out there. It happened. Unfortunately, but it did happen. Actually, uh, Rampage brings up I need to review the Die Hard game, and I planned on doing that for Christmas, but everything just kind of got shuffled around, so I might do it either sometime soon or uh, I might save it for next Christmas, but uh, I definitely want to live stream it sometime soon because I know that game is like epically hard, and I've never really played it before. You should stream it during the holidays. I, I think that'd be great. I think I might do that. And I do want to try out the Die Hard trilogy, too. I think that came out on the original PlayStation or PlayStation 2 era. It was the Die Hard trilogy, and I think it's like a first-person shooter or something like that. I never played it, but uh, I'm kind of yeah, interested. Neither. But I do want to play the original NES game. I have it, and I want to play it, so I might do that soon. Yeah, you should. But uh, But tonight... To, to round out this year, whether it's whether you think it's a good year or a bad year, I, th I think this whole year was kind of meh. It was uh, could have been better. There's a lot of. Whew, I'm just glad this year's over. I'm ready to hit 2023 running and and see what happens. But uh, oh, and Joey M has just joined us in the chat room. Full chat room Joey. tonight, everybody. And uh, nice. Well, we decided to top the year off as usual with a top five list, and we asked you, the listener. Listeners, to send us your top five lists of the games. we The top five games we played 
2022. And with the caveat that this did not have to be games that were released this year, just games that you played the most this year. And um, so we'll start off as usual. Me and Derek will do ours first. And then we will go on to your list. And I always like to let Derek go first with these top five lists. So start us off with your honorable mentions first. So funny enough, I do not have honorable mentions. I think this might be the first time that I don't have any. I just, for some reason, was able to narrow it down to a true top five. Yeah. Uh, my number my number five is a, a game that I recently reviewed on the show, but I had a lot of fun going back and playing uh, beyond just for the sake of reviewing it. I've been going back and playing through it pretty consistently, and that is Wario Land 3 for the Game Boy Color. Oh, yeah. Very, very underrated platformer. Uh, I think, you know, all the Wario Land games are really good. This is my personal favorite there are cool elements that are specific to the Wario franchise that you don't get in Mario, but it still feels like a Mario game in its own way. But the fact that you're playing as Wario, you're in a cool world, you have all these cool abilities, there's good variety in each level, there's good replayability because you have to hit different objectives through each level, you have to backtrack a lot once you uh, get certain abilities. So... That was my number five. It was a really, really fun game to go back and play. One that just barely beat it out is my number four, and that is Gunstar Heroes, which is a fun, uh, futuristic-style run-and-gun game for the Genesis that I also reviewed earlier this year on the show. I vaguely remember this game as a kid, but I obviously I was much more of a Nintendo fan than I was of the Genesis Went back and played it, had a lot of fun. And I like we talk about beat 'em ups a lot, but we don't talk about running guns yeah. all that much. But th- this was a lot of fun to to play for the first time. Another one that I-, I played beyond just for the sake of reviewing the show. I found myself even after the review was over going back and playing it. I might have to do that too, because I I just realized we don't do a whole lot of running guns on this Mm-mm. show. Yeah, we that we should make that a goal for for 2023 mm-hmm. and some good running guns to play. My number three is a game that I got into quite heavily during the peak of COVID, and I found myself over the last couple of months going back and playing, and that is Fall Guys. Um, originally played it for the PlayStation Four. I've been playing it on the Switch now. Uh, for the most part, it's one of those games that you can just lose hours of time. By playing it, and I, I'm not the most competitive person in the world, but I get pretty competitive with Fall Guys, especially with with trolls online that like to stay at the finish line and just try and keep people from <laughs> from crossing it. I get so mad when that happens. But if you've never played Fall Guys, look it up. It's every, an addictively fun game. Every time I hear somebody mention Fall Guys, I immediately in my head the the theme song to the Fall Guy. Pops in my head, like, oh, yeah. the unknown stuntman makes Eastwood <laughs> look so fine. <laughs> uh, that's great. So let's see, moving on to my number two. I was going to put Sonic Mania just to troll Rampage, but I'm not going to do that, <laughs> even though I do like Sonic Mania a lot, and I will defend that game. Uh-huh. My number two is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, which I'm sure both you and I loved that game. Huge fan of the Ninja Turtles franchise. Mm-hmm. Turtles in Time is one of my favorite video games of all time. 
So when this game was announced, I immediately knew I was going to get it. And this was, to me, like a modern version of Turtles in Time with extra characters. The level layouts are similar. I love that it looks just like the old 80s cartoon. Mm-hmm. It, it's a perfect successor to those like Ninja Turtles arcade games, like the original, like Turtles in Time. I, I put it in that same category. It is that good. And it was another game that I couldn't put down. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's definitely on my list, too. <laughs> But my number one, to no one's surprise, is Sonic Frontiers. I was not expecting this because I have been pessimistic about this game because when I found out that they were essentially going to give Sonic the Breath of the Wild treatment, like, there's no way this is going to work. It's probably going to suck. But I went in with an open mind, and it does get a bit boring at times because you have to do so much exploring. I think it works. I think putting Sonic in that environment and the way they did it, and it's not a perfect game because there are glitches that need to be fixed if they do like a sequel to this or if they just do a different installment, but keep a lot of these elements. The story is excellent. I like that there's a lot of references to the older Sonic games, so all the characters are portrayed as being older and more mature than we've seen them in the past. And I think that's really cool progression. Mm. Like there's actually a good story arc with all the side characters that you have to rescue throughout the game. And Sonic even sounds older, which I think is really cool. So I very much enjoyed Sonic Frontiers. I've been doing a second playthrough. I feel like something's (laughs) going on in the chat that I need to look at. Uh, Rampage, he says, sir, I don't care how good your hair looks. (laughs) Sonic Frontiers. I I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I apologize for nothing, but I appreciate the compliments about the hair, sir. Yeah. But yeah, Sonic Frontiers is my number one. Uh, did you have any honorable mentions for the year or no? I did not. No, I, I was able to narrow this down pretty easily. Yeah, my honorable mentions are, um, there are two on here that are late entries, of course, there's a game that I just got for the PS4 called Terminator Resistance, a game that came out a few years ago. It's gotten didn't get great reviews, but I'm really enjoying it as a Terminator fan and a fan of those original movies. I'm about halfway through it at this point. They said it takes about nine to ten hours to to defeat it, and I'm about five hours in, so I'm really enjoying it. So that that goes on to my honorable mention, uh, and of course Splatoon Three, uh, which I just got a couple of weeks ago. And I love the game, and, and the reason it's just on my honorable mentions because it, I've just been playing the multiplayer. I haven't really done much of the the single player or the story mode, so that stays right there on the uh, the honorable mention list. Uh, and then, of course, another honorable mention is Gems of War, a game. It's a free game on the Switch, and it's basically just Puzzle Quest. And I've played it for years now. It's a freemium game, but I've never. I've never paid a single penny in that game to play it. There's so much content in it. They just dropped the new Underworld map not too long ago. So there's so much to do in that game. So if you love Puzzle Quest, go try Gems of War. And another one of my honorable mentions was the uh, a, a, a surprise for me how good I like this, how much I like this game was Robo Warrior. 
for the NES that I reviewed a few weeks ago. That game just was so good, and I really wish they would do uh, an updated version of it. Um, and speaking of... Actually, I need to go back to the Terminator game because I was telling you before, and they brought it up in the chat room just now. I just bought Terminator Dawn of Fate today for the PS2. I originally played it on my original Xbox and loved that game. I'm going to play it again on the PS2, and I'm going to review it uh, sometime soon. That game, and Everything's just coming up Terminator the last couple of days for me. Well, you know, it came up recently that there might be a new movie in development. I hope so. I love Terminator movies. I mean, they have, they've had some hits and misses here. I mean, there's a couple that I don't really like all that much. But for the most part, you give me more Terminator stuff. I personally liked Dark Fate. I didn't love it, but I mean, it was better than some of the other ones they've done. Yeah, I even like uh, Salvation. I thought Salvation was a great movie. It suffers from... Uh, weird editing and the fact that they they tried so hard to make Sam Worthington a, a star and he's just not uh, he just doesn't have the the charisma to be a star. No, and I I liked the idea of that movie. Like I I would have done it a little differently, but I I enjoyed seeing a movie entirely set in in the future war. And Rampage, I agree as well. Christian Bale was not a good fit as John Connor in that movie. He probably would have been a a better fit as the Sam Worthington character than actual John Connor. I agree with that. That's my opinion about that movie. It's still watchable, though. I mean, it's got, um, what's his name that that, um, died a few years ago who was uh, Chekhov in the new... Star Trek movies. Um, I I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his, his name. Name Anton Anton something. Is it Yelnich or something like something that? Something like that. Anton something. And he was in that movie as Ky- young Kyle Reese. Anton Yelchin. Yelchin. That's it. I knew it was something like it was a Y something. But yeah. yeah, he's really good in that. And you know, there there's good stuff to like about that movie. I, I, mm-hmm. If you're a Terminator fan, I would I would say go back and give that movie another shot. But here is my actual list for the top games I played in 2022. At number five, we have The Last of Us Remaster that I played on the PS4 not too long ago. That game is so good. I cannot wait for that TV show to come out. And I'm really looking forward to playing part two. And have you seen the, the trailer for the, the new show coming out on HBO Max? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about it. It looks really good. It looks really good. I can I hope they don't don't ding it off the pipe cuz this is oh man, that story was something to be It, it has the potential to be really really good. We'll just see how well they execute it. But the yeah. trailers look good though. Uh number 4 and this is going to be a surprise to everyone that I would put this on a top game I played list. But Final Fantasy 7 remake lands on my list because I tell you what that remake is very good and worth playing and I highly recommend if if you've never played a Final Fantasy game that seems to be the one to play is the the Final Fantasy 7 remake cuz it's really good it's enjoyable it's a it's a nice beefy game took you know about 20 hours or so to to get through it and I highly highly enjoyed it at number 3 Steam World Dig 2 I love the Steam World games so much. Have you ever played any of the Steam World games? I have not. You need to get them on the Switch tonight. 
when we get off the show, go on your Switch and get the Steam. Just get the first one, and then you'll be addicted from then on out. That's very dangerous because I have an addictive personality when it comes to games. <laughs> it, it's 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 a it's a, a game mechanic that just keeps you uh, keeps you just going, and I, I can't I can't describe it uh, in a way that makes any sense because you. Just, you dig for gems and and you make these you go to these maps and you you just you dig these holes underground and you fight bosses and just just go check it out please if you never played a steam world dig game it is they're so addicting um at number 2 of course we already talked about shredder's revenge love the ninja turtles love that game i i mean give me all the ninja turtles from that original you know, cartoon series, and I'm in 100%. My only gripe about the game is I wish it was a little longer. Me too. That's my only gripe with the game. I wish it was twice as long as it is. Agreed. Because it only took like two hours to beat it. Like, I bought it, and I beat it in like two hours. I'm like, ah, well, that was fast. (laughs) Um, And at my number one game that I played this year. I played so much of it that I burnt myself out on it, and I haven't played it in a couple of months. I haven't played it, but I will soon again to jump back into it. Loop Hero. I got it for the Switch. You can get it on Steam. It is one of those games that just one more turn, one more go around the loop. Let me just, oh man, let me get, let me build this, you know, build up my, uh, my little camp here. Let me let me go do this stuff. Oh, all right, just one more loop around. It's just, it's such an addicting gameplay mechanic. And if you've never played it, just give it a shot. Yeah, and I, I got into that game too after you reviewed it. I went and downloaded it, and I, I found myself just like, okay, just play it a little longer. I'll do one more lap. Uh-huh. It's it's fun. No, I, I can understand why it would be your number one. It is a fun game. And then you go around and you're like, can I make it one more loop around before I die and lose all my do I do I risk it? Do I go one more loop and if I if I die I lose half my stuff. Do I keep going? Ugh, that game. And I, I just had to I just had to get away from it for a little while. It's so good. I was like that with Smash Brothers. I was playing so much of it that I had to just <laughs> put it away. But uh, but that ends me and Derek's or Derek and I's list. However, the grammatically correct way to say that. Um, but right now we're gonna do our Patreon shoutouts before we go into your lists for this year. Yes, as always, we we'll have to shout out our awesome patrons over at Patreon.com/slash/NerdCaveRetro. We want to shout out John West, Daniel Salmon, Tyler Watson, Axblade07, Armez Jackson. Carlos Longoria, a.k.a. I am the Rampage, Steph Sergeant Sketch, Gus and Penny, Matthew Salmon, Joey Image, and Donna Diamond. Mama Thank you Diamond. all so much. Mama Diamond, yes. Thank you all for your continued contributions and keeping the lights on for us here at the podcast. And we did want to say uh, we know the holidays you know, are still, it's still technically the holidays, so uh, we did lose a few patrons uh, so you got to get us back up to the $50 level if you want us to do the fun commentary tracks like we've done for Batman the Animated Series, uh, the real Ghostbusters, full-length movies like Christmas Vacation, which I watched a few days before Christmas and had a lot of fun doing that. Um, Clue, Transformers the movie, not the Michael Bay ones, mm-hmm. the 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 good one, <laughs> yeah. the animated one. 
our our catalog is near endless. So if you want us to keep doing those commentary tracks, get us back up to that fifty dollar level, which you can do so at patreon.com slash nerdcaveretro. And for new patrons, be sure to send us your social media, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, so we can give you a proper shout out. Are you a coffee lover? Do you sometimes need that little extra boost for some all-night gaming sessions? Well, you should head over to BeResCoffeeCo.com. They have so many different flavors of coffee, doesn't matter what type of coffee you like, they got you covered. Try the Good for Gaming Roast, or the Two Hardies One Ship, which is a rum and dark chocolate flavored roast. Not to mention, they keep their seasonal flavors all year long, like the Fall Spice or the Sweet Tooth. They can even add flavors to your coffee. So whatever you need, head over to BeResCoffeeCo.com and use the code NCR for 10% off of your order. And first up, uh, I think we'll begin with the Discord uh, submissions, because the very first one we got when we announced this uh, two weeks ago, Mr. Joey Image himself sent in the very first top five favorite games he's played in 2022, and he says, in no order, of course... Uh, well, well, we know actually, what his number one is. Yeah, well, we'll start with his honorable mentions. He has uh, Broforce, which is, that's an epic uh, run-and-gun game. If you're looking for a run-and-gun game that's, it, it's so over-the-top and ridiculous, you just have to experience. It's a game that needs to be experienced. Yeah, um, I, that's what I've heard, too. I know you've, I've heard you talk about this game as well. Oh, you've never played it? I thought you played I'm Brute not. Force. Mm-mm. That's okay. When we're done with the show tonight, <laughs> you're gonna go. I'll add. You're gonna get SteamWorld Dig, and you're gonna get Bro Force. That's what you're gonna get. And I've still got to get Days Gone. Yeah, he, and Joey says it. It's free. You can play Bro Force for free. Oh, even better. Yeah, then uh, I'll definitely get it. Up next is Splitgate. Not sure what that is. Uh, Lost Ark, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And Dragon's Dogma Dark Horizon. And now, for his actual top five list, in no particular order, Resident Evil Village, another ga- uh, Resident Evil game I still need to play. I watched a play through, but I've never actually played the game yet. Uh, the PS5 version of The Last of Us Part 1. That's, uh, yeah, I, I, I probably would play that game again if I had a PS5. That game is so awesome. The newest World of Warcraft expansion, WoW Dragonflight, WWE 2K22, and of course, in his number one slot, is Days Gone, of course. In all caps. In all caps, Days Gone. (laughs) Uh, That's a good list. I I haven't played 2K22. I actually haven't played a WWE game in a few years. I haven't either. Yeah, I don't think I've played one since... It's probably been near a decade. I think the last one I played was 2013. The last, um, uh, the last wrestling game I played was SmackDown for the PS2. I don't remember what year that was. Those were fun. Well, you can make, I should you, rev- can, you can make your own wrestlers in that game, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what me and my friends used to do. We used to just create each other and yeah. do what friends do and beat the crap out of each other. Yeah, me and game. Wally, had uh, we had our own characters, and we were a tag team in that game. It was awesome. What would your guys' tag team name be called? I don't remember. Maybe maybe he's in the chat room. Maybe he remembers what our, our team name was. Probably like the... I think it might have been the... Uh, the Party Pack of Neck Bones, I think it was. I like that. Great band name, too. Uh, 
Uh, see, next up, we've got our Discord manager, Mr. Bethany Fox. Number five, Ghost Runner. I like this game, but it's really hard and almost requires you to be perfect on timing and inputs. I had fun playing it. I found myself getting worse at those types of games as I get older. Uh, number four, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. I had fun with this. It's Borderlands on a D&D board and well worth picking up. Number three is Stray. It's a really good, fun game where you play as a cat in a world ruled by robots. I've never played that game, but I remember it was mm-hmm. pretty big for a little while. I want to uh, play on, it. on social media. It's yeah, on me sale. Too. It's on sale right now. They have a huge uh, sale going on the PS4, uh, PS store if you're interested in getting Stray. Okay. Number two is Disneyland Dreamlight Valley. This is a great game if you love Disney, and it's a mix of Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley. It's worth... <laughs> It's worth a look into and has a decent story. I might have to look into that. Yeah. Because I like Stardew Valley. I've never played Animal Crossing, but I'm sure I would like it. And his number one is Splatoon 3. What else can I say that I haven't already? This game is my most favorite game of the year, and it's so much fun, especially with friends, and there's heaps to do. There's PvP normal and ranked, as well as PvE and a story mode well worth picking up. Which I, I still need to play it. I, I'm planning to do that sometime this week. Yeah, I need to start actually playing the story mode because I just been playing nothing but um, PvP, and <laughs> that game is so fun. Uh, it, it just man, it, it's it's one of those games. Like I I put in the the Discord the other night. I I think I lost six games in a row the other night, and one of them was the most heartbreaking loss I've ever had because they do it by percentage if you've never played the game Mm -hmm. you go through the map and whoever can paint the most of the map wins the wins the 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 match and we lost by point zero one percent oh I should have screenshotted it we lost by a tenth of a point percentage point and i wanted to scream when that happened i might have a broken switch if i were in that position (laughs) it almost happened it was so close oh that's frustrating but uh coming up next we have west share on uh the discord and let's see he says um i'm just gonna start at the top Uh, He says, uh, one Castlevania Symphony of the Night. The graphics, music, and gameplay on this is awesome. The Dracula Halloween tone is amazing. Of course, I need to, uh, I need to, I might review that this year for Halloween. Symphony of the Night is so good. Number two, I actually almost bought this at the, uh, for PS2, Bully. The, the game is kind of a breath of fresh air after playing a GTA game. It feels like you're playing out a teenage comedy, which oddly works. Gameplay is awkward, but still fun. I played uh, Bully on the, uh, I think it was original Xbox. And that game is, it's like GTA, but you're in a, like a, a boys prep school. And you're just pulling pranks and all kind of stuff. It's so fun. Um, yeah, I've been wanting to play it. I remember it coming out back in the day, and it, it looked like a lot of fun. I just never got around to it. You should. I think you should definitely go pick up a copy of it and check it out because it's it it really is. I mean, it's just it's basically just GTA but in a school, and you're just causing mayhem. Is what you're doing. That sounds amazing. Uh, number three, Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker. Yes, 
If it wasn't for the cartoon cell shading, this would probably be the best Zelda. The fighting gameplay is amazing, and the temples aren't game-breaking hard. Sorry, Majora's Mask, LOL. <laughs> Honestly, I, the cell shading doesn't bother me in that game. I mean, I haven't played it in a while, but I don't I don't think that the cell shading ever really bothered me that much. It doesn't take away from the enjoyment of the game. No, and it it's different. You know, like a lot of people didn't like that game strictly for that reason, which I... I'm a Wind Waker defender, so I'm not going to say anything bad about the graphics. I do agree with him 100% that the the fighting mechanics are very good. And that was where Zelda kind of took a step forward um, in its development as far as the controls go. Yeah. And still one of my favorite stories in Zelda. It's so good. That game is just, it's one of the best Zelda games there is, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Joey said Splitgate is an online multiplayer, sort of like Halo multiplayer meets Overwatch. It's so much fun and super fast paced, and he thinks it's on fr- it's free too on Steam. So if you're interested in that, go check it out. And he says, spoiler alert, Days Gone will probably be on his list for 2023 also. I would not doubt it one bit. I would be disappointed if it wasn't. Yeah, you should just pin a post for in in our top five submission for for next next year, and it'll it'll already be there for for you yeah. waiting for you. <laughs> and at number four, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge. This game is Turtles in Time DLC, but that's exactly what I wanted. Fighting with April seemed long overdue. Plus, it's great multiplayer. That yes, I love being able to play the other characters as well. That's another great addition to that game. Yeah, one of the I played through the game a couple of different times, and one of them was with Casey Jones, mm-hmm. and that was really fun. And at number five, he says Sonic and Knuckles. I play this game every couple of years because I love the graphics. The sand level is amazing. Plus, Knuckles flying seems so badass at the time. Yeah, Sonic and Knuckles is good. You know, one of my gripes with it is how short it is. But you know, we talked about that on the Sonic Three and Knuckles episode, mm-hmm. but. It doesn't take away from it being a good game, though. You know, I, I I like all the classic 2D Sonic games, and Sonic and Knuckles is no exception to that. They're just the, the, something special about those games, especially the the more they went on. You know, Sonic Two being better than I mean, Sonic One's a great game, but Sonic Two was better than One. Sonic Three or Sonic and Knuckles is just like those games just kept getting better as they went on. Hmm. Let's see. Next up, we have Donner Party of Five. His number five is Green Hell, hard as nails survival game set in the Amazon. That sounds cool. Yeah, it does sound cool. I like the title. One of my favorite Misfits songs. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Number four, The Outer Worlds. If Fallout New Vegas was in space, that actually sounds really interesting. Uh, Number three, Loop Hero. Jay knows why. If you don't. That game is the best version of Crack. See, Outer Worlds almost went on my list, but I stopped playing it a couple hours in, and I need to get back to it. I really like the aesthetic of that game. It's got that sort of 1940s, uh, you know, that it's it's we it's really weird. It's like it's futuristic, set in the future, but it's got like a 1940s vibe to it. It's it's really cool. His number two is Nino Kuni, such a great little underrated RPG. 
And his number one is Smash Brothers Ultimate, getting close to a thousand hours Whoa. total playtime. Holy crap. <laughs> Nothing will top the time I put into it. Wow. I can understand, though, because you can get sucked into that game because there's just so much to do. There's so many characters to play as, so much stuff to unlock. That that game can be played for an infinite amount of time. I think the only game I've ever put close to a thousand hours into has got to be World of Warcraft. I mean, at least a, uh, probably a, at least dozens of not dozens, but a couple hundred hours, maybe three, four, five hundred tops, maybe maybe more. I'm not sure, but I put a lot of time into that game. Uh, but a thousand hours, man, that's a lot. Yeah, the the closest I've gotten, I put a couple of hundred hours into Breath of the Wild, as well as Skyrim. Yeah, so that's the closest I've gotten to it. And we, up next, we have I Am the Rampage. Rampage! At number five, he says, Double Dragon Neon. Yes, I still play this game once in a while. Nothing wrong with that. I still need to play that because I, I liked what I saw when uh, I watched him stream it a couple of times. Number four, Mega Man X, at least once or twice a year. Nothing wrong with that. Number three, Fortnite. Him and Wally, man, they are yep. some Fortnite champions right there. They love them some Fortnite. Number two, Rising Hell. Not sure what that is. Uh, and uh, number one, TMNT Shredder's Revenge. This should be on everyone's list. And I agree. That game is awesome. Mm-hmm. One of the best games of the year. Let's see. Now we'll switch over to our Google Doc. Mm-hmm. See, we've got Armez Jackson up next. I really attacked the backlog this year and got some pretty cool games off the list. I need to do that for 2023. Uh, number five, Street Fighter Legacy Cabinet from Arcade 1-Up. I know it's not a single game, but it was an awesome deal with a bunch of my favorite Capcom arcade games. Nothing wrong with including a compilation. Number four, a game that I loved, Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion for the Nintendo Switch. Hilarious story and super fun. I think they're doing a sequel to that. Mm hmm. Yep. I can't wait to play it. This was one. I think that was the quickest turnaround from like discussion to review because the game came out and we talked about it on the show and I said I was going to play it. Yeah. And I got sucked into it and I reviewed it the next week. Uh, Rampage says Rising Hell is that roguelike game that he sent us the video of and said this should be Wolverine. I remember that. OK. Yes. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Looked cool. Yeah. Number three, Red Dead Redemption 2 for the PS4. I can never get tired of this one. Mm -hmm. Number two, Astral Chain for the Nintendo Switch. Beautiful environments and fluid gameplay. This game was completely awesome. I haven't played that one yet. And then number one, Pokemon Scarlet for the Nintendo Switch. Hey, it's an almost open world Pokemon. <laughs> I still have yet to play any Pokemon game. That might have to change this year since I, I changed my tune on Final Fantasy games. I'm telling you, we should do a month where, like, you recommend two games for me, and I recommend two games for you that, that neither of us have ever played. Okay. Well, you know one of mine's at least going to be a, a Resident Evil game, probably, for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think probably uh, Biohazard might be a good, good one for you to play, because that game creeped me out when I played it. I'll just have to play it with all the lights off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we have here Mr. Tyler Watson, who is the fact checker to the fact checker. Fact checker. 
And uh, it says, top games for 2022. Here we go. My PS4 was dead this year, so expect a lot of things played on Nintendo consoles. And there is nothing wrong with that. Let's see. At number five, he says, Fallout 3 for the PS3. I finally finished the main story this year, as well as most of the DLC. Always a fun time, despite the glitches. And you know what? Fallout is one of those series that I've tried so hard many different times to play different Fallout games, and I can just never get into them. Same with me. I've got friends who swear by those games, and I've tried, but it's just not my thing. I don't, I'm not knocking it for that reason, but there's just some games that, that like, they don't click with me like yeah. they do other people. It seems like it would be something I would really be into because I love like post apocalyptic stuff. Like, I love the new Terminator game that I'm playing. Anything post apocalyptic is just, it's my playground. But for some reason, those Fallout games just do not do anything for me. And I don't like that float, the way you feel floaty. When you move around, like it just, I don't know, just weird stuff going on with that game that just, uh, it just doesn't click with me. Yeah. At number four, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for the Switch. The DLC tracks released so far this year, with more coming in 2023, reinvigorated the game, had a great time with each one of them. I need to go crank that game up again and get those DLC tracks because it just completely got away from me, those DLC Same. tracks. I I, I'm a reminded of it every now and then, but mm -hmm. I just keep forgetting about them. Because I love Mario Kart 8. It's one of the best games for the Switch. And just, I, it, it's, it's like, as soon as we're done here tonight, I'll be like, oh, I need to go get those DLC tracks. As soon as we're done here, it'll be like, it just falls out of my head. Yep, same. Let's see. West of Loathing for the Switch. A fun and weird little Western-themed RPG where everything is in black and white, and all the characters are stick figures. You fight off hordes of hell cows. That's what I'm naming my next band, Hell Cows. Hell Cows. <laughs> Stick your hand around in dirty spittoons for a special items. Gross. Encounter a troop of demon clowns and interact with alien technology. Sounds like my high school. It's fun <laughs> and very funny and absolutely worth a buy. See, I'll start a band called Demon Clowns, and then we can do shows together. Yeah, hell, hell, cows with special guest Demon Clowns. clowns. I would go. I would go see that show just oh, off I the would names too. alone. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, let's see. At number two, he has Radiant Historia, Perfect Chronology, 3DS. Did you ever play this? I've never heard of this. It's, I have not. It sounds educational says a re-release of a DS game with some new content and artwork. This RPG is about time travel and split timelines. So the story will come to a halt in one timeline until you learn a skill in the other that is needed to advance. If you're looking for a spiritual to sec successor to Chrono Trigger, this is a good one. I'd recommend picking it up from the eShop before it shuts down in a couple of months because the physical cart is very expensive now. This sounds like a lot to keep up with in one game. I did really like Chrono Trigger, though. Yeah, I did, too. I, I need to go back and finish it. I, I've got a number of hours into that game. I actually have a ROM of it that I'm, I've been playing mm -hmm. the last year or so, and I need to, we need to finish that game so we can do a dual review of it. Yeah, well, we, we did one for episode 200 but we could always do like a revisited where like we oh, actually yeah. finish it and I then forgot. we did that yep 
See, that's that what was happens our, when you get to over 300 episodes. You forget what you've done. But I couldn't tell you what we did for 201, though. I don't, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> and at his number one Pokemon for the Switch, I'm including both Pokemon Legends Arceus and Pokemon Scarlet Violet in this. Scarlet slash Violet in this. As a diehard Pokemon fan, of course, the, the, these would be top of the list. Legends gave a breath of fresh air that I feel the series needed with its battle and catching mechanics. I was saddened to learn that they wouldn't return for Scarlet slash Violet. But what are you going to do? Speaking of the newest entries, they've gotten a lot of press about their glitches and bugs. And while all that is true, it's definitely your mileage may vary situation. My friend had three crashes in the first week of the game, whereas I was close to 100 hours in before I got a crash. My point is, if you're interested in picking it up, don't let those glitch and bug reports deter you. That sounds awful. Like if you're a hundred hours into a game and it crashes on you, that's one of the reasons why I didn't pick it up. I mean, I hope you your save files stay not corrupted by that happening. Yeah, I, I'm curious about that myself. But I mean, the game looks like a lot of fun. You know, I I've been out of the Pokemon games for a while now, but I'm glad they're finally stepping into the open world aspect because Pokemon is perfect for it. Yeah, I've said this before. If they remade the original games as an open world, day one purchase in a heartbeat, and I I would love every moment of it because I love the original games. I even really like Gold and Silver, but it, it just got too much to keep up with. He said uh, in the chat room, he said uh, just had to reload his last save. He lost about thirty minutes of progress. Oh, that's not bad. It's not bad, but that still hurts though when you're playing a game. Yeah, and it could be worse though. You get about an hour or two and then you just like lose all that progress and you're like oh my god i'm not doing this god, that'd be so frustrating it's kind of what happened with uh with my playthrough of um with uh um uh, the resident evil uh code veronica a couple weeks ago like i got so far in that game and i had two different save files and i'm to a point in the game where I can't progress, can't literally cannot progress any further because I can't survive long enough to get anywhere to to get like a health, uh, you know, health spray or anything. And my previous save from a different file is like three hours before that. I'm like, not gonna do it. I'm not gonna go back and redo all that stuff again. It's just not happening. It's not worth it. So that's why that game got a five. I mean, I gave it a five just because you know it's. It's playable. <laughs> it's a Resident Evil game. Yeah. Very, very average Resident Evil game. Yeah, so that brings us to the end of all our lists. Thank you to everybody that uh, sent in your list this year. Yeah, and thank you, thank you to everyone for a great year. You know, we hit 300 episodes a few weeks back, so we'll uh, we'll keep on. And uh, yeah, I think this was a really fun year of, of podcasting and doing this show. You know, we've had... Um, we got to do our traditional Pensacon panel earlier in the year. We've you know, reviewed some fun stuff. Been a good year. And uh, coming up, uh, Pensacon's going to be coming up again really soon, too. So if you're going to Pensacon this year, I think we're going to be doing another panel, uh, which is a live show. And we may be bringing back some other great panels that we've done in the past. Well, speaking of coming back, hmm. the Derek Diamond experience yes. is back. Yep, uh, brought the show back actually today. I uh, listed my top five movies of 2022. 
Uh, you can catch that out um, on all podcasting platforms now. Um, I also kind of get into what you know you can expect from the show going forward. I won't take up a ton of time on this show doing that, but um, you can go listen to that. And then uh, over the next couple of weeks, I'll be recording uh, some episodes with the cast and crew of the feature to do a behind the scenes look of that. So you've got your programming set for the show for a while. So just be sure to, if you unsubscribed, you can go resubscribe at Apple podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast. And you can follow the show on social media at D diamond podcast. And uh, last week we weren't here to do a regular episode, but Mr. Joey image did join me on the show here to do a uh, NCR news dump show, which is normally Patreon only. But I put it out for everyone to listen to because it was some pretty big news last week. If you're a, a Blizzard fan or uh, a World of Warcraft player, the return of Chris Metzen. Me and Joey talked about it for about 30 minutes. And according to Wally, we uh, we we splooged <laughs> all over. I saw that comment. About the guy. And uh, oh, and by the way, Joey says, by the way, our news dump episode was Metzen approved. He listened to it a few days later. That is awesome. That's cool. Yes. That, That's that, really cool. That makes me nervous that Chris Metzen actually listened to what I had to say. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> That's uh, that makes me feel funny. <laughs> like you <laughs> actually listen to my show. That's that's ugh. really cool. But yeah, it was a good episode. If you if you haven't listened to it yet or you skipped it because it's WoW uh, centric and you're not a WoW fan, just go back and listen to it. It was a really good episode. Um, other than that, we got the Open Micers podcast with me and Mr. Jacob Craig over on at Open Micers. We've got Derek coming up uh, on the ninth of January mm-hmm. to talk about feature presentation. I think this is your trifecta. I think this is your third or fourth? Yep. Uh, uh, I think it's the third. Your third. Third the hat, time. The hat trick. The hat trick on uh, Open Micers. So go follow the show at Open Micers on Twitter and Instagram. And I haven't forgotten. We just, we've gotten busy and I didn't get a chance to, to do anything, but I still have Street Fighter on VHS that we're going to give away. And I think the simplest thing we can do for a contest is... Uh, we actually, I want to get some more reviews out there. So um, go give us a review wherever you can, like at Apple Podcasts or wherever you can review the show. Um, just, it doesn't have to be crazy. It doesn't have to be a novel. Just go and write, hey, I like this show. It's great. If you like games, go listen to it. Take a screenshot or whatever and send it to us. You can email it to us, nerdkidretro at gmail.com or send it to us on Discord or Twitter. You can DM us on Twitter. And um, we'll put everybody's name in a pot. And also, uh, and Rampage says Spotify does do reviews and ratings now. So you can do it on Spotify. And um, if you've already done a uh, a review, which we do have some some of our listeners. I think Armas Jackson did one. I think uh, uh, a couple other people did some reviews. I think Tyler did one a couple of years ago. I mean, they're years old that we've gotten some reviews from from our regular loyal listener listeners you guys are automatically in the in the contest so you don't have to do anything or if you want to hey if you want to go review it on another platform that you don't normally listen to the show and uh, just send it to us and you'll automatically be uh, in the show just to help get the word out there and that's what I want to do I want to grow the short show more 
this year, we've kind of plateaued a little bit towards the end of the year with listenership. I mean, we got a lot of people, but I still, I like more. I like people listening to the show. And to get us out there, I want more reviews, which pushes us to the front of the pages on Spotify and Apple and all those places. So please do that for us. And the winner, I will select the winner, and you will get this lovely copy of Street Fighter on VHS. I, I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. You know, people don't realize how important reviews are to podcasting. You know, I've mm-hmm. had now to get back in the habit of saying it for my shows. The more shows are reviewed, the more visible they are mm-hmm. when you search for podcasts. So they, they are extremely helpful. Or actually, if you've already done one for the show and you want to do another, go review the Derek Diamond experience uh, wherever. Yeah. Send us a screenshot of that let it, and you'll be in the contest. Well, just go help us out. We we both yeah. need it. We need the for sure. We need the reviews. And uh, Rampage says he needs a matching smoking jacket. I've been I've been on the lookout for a for a, a, a smoking jacket that uh, like that was in the movie. But those things are hard to find. Those those don't really exist too much anymore. If we ever find them, we have to wear them on the show with uh, yeah. cigars. <laughs> and uh, Farliston said in the chat room, he got a Guar VHS for Christmas. So if that's the one I'm thinking of that was released back in the 90s, that's a great VHS tape to own. I love Guar. They got that. They have a great uh, documentary on um, Shutter too. If you are not, if you're, if you're uh, uh, subscribed to Shutter, go go check out that Guar documentary they got on there. It's really good. But, uh, but that's going to bring us to the end of the episode. Is there anything else we need to talk about before we leave tonight? Nope, I think we're good. And uh, right before we go, I know we talked about the Patreon. Uh, the first of the month is coming up next week. That's a perfect time to jump back in. Or if you haven't ever been a Patreon subscriber, jump in the first of the month. And uh, you'll get all the extra content that we do. And uh, it helps the show out. It helps keep us going. You know, I just I just reviewed all our or renewed all our dot coms and everything today. So money money goes out, and we need money coming in. So <laughs> help us out a little bit over there at patreoncom retro. So I'm gonna go ahead play this here. And if you would like to email us, please email us at nerdcaveretro at gmail.com. We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdcaveretro, Instagram and Twitter at nerdcaveretro, at jfontastic and at Derek underscore diamond. And of course, you can just go to nerdcaveretro.com. That takes you to our link tree and that will take you everywhere you need to go, including ncrmerch.com where you can go and get t-shirts, mugs, hats, whatever you need, magnets, stickers, they're all there in our shop and also patreon.com slash retro and of course leave us a review wherever fine podcasts are given away for free so Derek please tell them what it's all about may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce and happy new year Forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. I have spoken.